The boys here at Hot Trick Hockey want to know something. Is poop a pain in your grass? Well, if the answer is yes, then you're going to want to talk with our latest sponsor, Mr. Pooper Scooper. Jeremy and Jeff have amazing services to offer you and your furry friends. They have top-notch customer service and will go the extra mile to ensure your lawn is looking great. All the products they use are safe for you and your pets. Let's be honest, no one likes to pick up after their pets, so call in the professionals at Mr. Pooper Scooper, and I guarantee you won't regret it. They can be reached at 519-819-1261 or email mrpooperscooper at yahoo.com. You can also find them on Facebook and Instagram. And what is going on, everybody out there? All of you buttes and beauties, it is episode number 86 of Hatcherick Hockey, which is always brought to you by our good friends over at GL Heritage, the official beer of hat trick hockey rob we have a merch store now we forgot to bring it up on our last episode accurate creations right here in town you can just smash the link on any post we'll bring you right into our merch store for all your sweet hdh merch this obviously being episode number 86 rob nikita kucherov edition of hat trick hockey he has played 534 games in the league 231 goals 344 assists 575 points plus 128 this guy has 37 game winning goals which is unreal he's a two-time world championships bronze medalist he's a world junior bronze medalist he's a world junior under 18 bronze medalist he's a world junior silver medalist he's an art ross winner he's a heart trophy winner he's a ted Lindsay award winner and last but not least he's a two-time stanley cup champion the past two years Bring in my boy, my line mate, Rob. What's going on? Never heard of him. <laughs> Never heard of him, eh? <laughs> and just in case everybody wonders here, this is Rob, by the way, sitting in with us today. He's from the Kingsville Observer, so he's going to be writing a story on the boys, so he's going to sit in with us today. Do you want to say hi? Hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I brought somebody, too. It's Matt Popel. Yeah. And he's really excited about this episode. <laughs> Look Rob's at that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Rob, what's up, man? How was your week? How's your weekend so far? We're recording a little bit later than we normally do, but so what's up? Uh, so, so this week, uh, me and uh, the president of the Meg Club, Joe Bodell, uh, got together and uh, got our boy Glenn Greenwood. Um, his, his, uh, He's got his own company. He does everything, everything that you could possibly imagine, like from wrapping a car, you know, with that, whatever car wrap it is to making hats. Yeah, this crazy. guy does everything. He made this awesome poster of uh, Matt <laughs> Pulpo and me and Joe went out and picked it up uh, Tuesday, right? So we get out there and, and he's got it. And it, it, I know you can't see it, but down on the bottom, he's got our hat trick hockey logo. I did see it. that when with you guys with it online, I did see. Yeah. That. So yeah. It, it's nice so touch. sick. Right. But his, uh, his uh, company is called, uh, just give me one second here. No free ads. Yeah, no <laughs> but but I, I got to give him a shout out because uh, we tried to get it from somebody else and yeah. we we're looking at like, 260 wow eh? 260 bucks for that but he like 
half the price. Yeah. Tell like, pumps you're like gonna throw shit. it on his card. Fuck, you guys are carrying him around, buying him drinks all the time. Oh yeah. Well, he he, he gets us drinks. <laughs> oh, and, I know. And he he's he's got a way with the ladies for us too. <laughs> Uh, but it's called uh, Hag Custom, H A G Customs. All right, sweet. So yeah, we're gonna give him a free plug. Uh, I know that uh, he wants to get in cahoots with us too to do some stuff uh, for us. Um, so I definitely want to hook up with Glenn Glenn Greenwood. So for sure. yeah. But anyway, so so we we pick him up and we we end up going to the seventy threes game. What a banger! They played uh, Amherstburg. Beat him, I, I want to say 6-1. Yeah, the boys and, are hot uh, right now, eh? They, not only that, the two boys we had on, Smitty and Chittle, I think Chittle had one and Smitty had three. That's another hat right? trick for him then. And we had uh, Halsey on that week before that. And once he go out, he goes out and gets in a freaking banger. And, yeah, beats and, the uh, wheels off of beats somebody. Beats the yeah. wheels off the guy. Jesus. It was awesome. Like, these guys it's a show. It's a bump. On our show. Yeah. It's a bump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I got from a good friend uh, tickets for all the rounds, all the way to the Schmaltz Cup for free. Like, love it. Like, we're we're very well known in the Essex community. Trying to get it out there for all the rest of the communities, like Kingsville, Amherstburg. Like, boys, send us some. Send us, well, send hopefully, us some guys. we're not just seventy threes, guys. We're we're all about all y'all. Yeah. Well, Rob here is going to help us out with Kingsville. Yeah. <laughs> Kingsville's got a team. Don't they are the Kings there still? I don't think so, no. Oh, I thought okay, so the Kings aren't there anymore. Dash I guess. one. Dash one. Dash one. Yeah. Fuck that sucks. So what else do you do? Uh oh, so then last night I go out to uh the Peacock and that place is just an awesome bar. Like it's just so chill. <laughs> Right. So I go there, uh, get a drink bought for me, walk over to the Woodcraft, have a couple of drinks there. Well, Matt Rideout's in there. Oh boy. Buys me drinks all night. I walk back yeah. over to the Peacock and uh, I'm just saying goodbye to everybody. Well, what do they do? They give me a ride home, drive my car home, everything. That's how awesome those people are. Yeah. Because I, I, I was going to walk, but they're like, where are you walking to? I'm like, I, I was home. You could have just called me, too. I was home. Yeah, they give me a ride. They dropped my car off. They're like booze crews. <laughs> it's perfect. But they want to they wanna, uh, sponsor our podcast, too, because oh, uh, we plug them all the time. You know, it's, Maybe uh, we can do a few interviews in there, too. Absolutely. I know for sure that they, they would love that. And last night, that live band, fuck, it was great. I had a great night. We know a band. Still, still, still feeling it a little bit. Hey, we know a band. Yeah, we know a band too. Yeah, absolutely. The evidence, we can right? get them in Plans there. I can get them in there, no problem. They would probably do it too. Absolutely. Um, so, what are you doing for Sunday Fun Day? Obviously, I'm on the ice playing hockey, but what are you doing? <sighs> Same shit, new day. Yeah. <laughs> so this, when this drops, actually, it'll be March six. It'll be. Quinn's ninth birthday. Holy so happy birthday, yeah. Quinn. My oldest daughter. Love, love you. Girl. Yeah, she's awesome. And also, it's my sister's birthday. I'm not going to say her age because she will kick my ass. So I'm not going to say <laughs> her age. But happy birthday, Lisa. So happy birthday, Lisa. It's both of their birthdays, which is nuts because Quinn was born on Lisa's birthday and Drew and I were born on my grandfather's birthday. So it was kind of 
it's kind of weird how we all share birthdays like that. So, Rob, should we hop into her? Well, how'd, you, how'd your week go? Nah, it was just work, man. Afternoons. Can't really do a whole lot when I'm on afternoons. It just fucking feels like all I do is work and sleep. Boring. So, yeah, I'm I'm boring, dude. Just kids, it. stuff like that. I get it. Yeah. The, the, the life of a dad, eh? <laughs> yeah. It's fun. Let's hop into it. Let's address cool. the el- the elephant in the room. Okay. All the shit going on with this Russia stuff. Okay. So Fuck Putin. <laughs> so suspension of all Russian teams from international play, everything like that until further notice, they have now been, they've had to withdraw their 2023 bid to host as well. And now CCM has stopped using Ovi and other Russian stars for their global marketing. So I just kind of want to know what you think of this, by the way, CCM, pays Ovi 500,000 a year to be featured in their ads. And he even gets a little bit of sales too. Wow. Imagine how much money he gets though from CCM. That's a lot of dough. Like that the ain't five, nothing to him. No, I know. Which, but which he, make that, but, he makes that in fucking what? Three, four games. But he gets sales too though. Yeah, no, I know. Like, and, and you know what? Why are you putting this on him? He has nothing know. to do with Putin just because he's shaking hands with him and you know what I mean? Hung out with him, maybe, you know, rubbed his back a little bit. Who cares? He <laughs> can't change that man's mind. He's a madman. Yeah. He's a fucking madman. Yeah. That's crazy, dude. And you know why he hasn't been taken out because the guy next behind him is fucking even crazier. Really? I eh? So Yeah. They're all thugs, right? Those guys are thugs. They're, they're straight up mobsters that run that country. Well, we've heard some of the fucking stories with guys on that have been on the show that have played in Russia. Remember right. some of the and, stories and, we've heard? Like, think about that. How many gangsters own fucking teams over there? Oh, right. I'd be, I'd be scared to actually, to actually know. Like, how many guys have, have come on the show saying, yeah, I got picked up by, uh, you know, the the team management and there's and they're and they're strapped with fucking ak-47s yeah like what I is going someone on said a there? guy walked in the dressing room with one and it was like what the yep. fuck yeah who wants to die <laughs> yeah, and, and, and you know like think about nice. that so what do you want um like i i don't see anybody going after malkin or you know there, there's a lot of good russians that are in this league that are very uh what highly spoke of uh, however you want to say it do you think it's a good idea going after them and 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 so what's if 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 ovechkin was to say something how do you know his family's not going to die that's what he's worried about right so what are you going to say and 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 then there's like i remember watching the interview and then the guy coming on after him saying oh uh ovechkin should be standing up and saying this and saying that like who are you who are you do you you're a guy that doesn't even live in the country anymore. And, you, right. and you're shit talking Ovechkin. I, 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 I don't agree with it be, just due to the fact that, you know, if you think of politics and, and, and let's, let's just go with um, song artists and stuff like that, you know, nobody cares about their opinion. Nobody. Mm. So, so like, why? It doesn't even matter. Do you think maybe taking them out of doing like, media for a bit do you think would be good or do you think that would be a bad thing or do you think he has to address just avoid it? all the questions just talk about hockey 
hockey. And, That's what I'm here for. And I'm like, not a, I'm, I'm, he's and, not a political. No, figure. but he even said he's like, I just want there to be peace. He's like, I don't want there to be war. Like he said it himself. Yep. Yeah, so, and that's all he can say well, without yeah, getting sure. his family, yeah. you know, dead. I, I understand. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, it's fun. Right. It's weird times right now, man. I don't yeah. really want to spend too much time on that. Already did too <laughs> yeah. late. I know, but I knew that we had to say something about it, right? And I figured I would. Well, I feel bad for him, just to say. I feel, yeah, I feel terrible for, you know, well, like. Well, he's, he's, he's in this race too, right? To be like the greatest goal scorer of all time. And then now yeah. he's got to deal with all this shit, right? So. Well, it's not even to say that he, he's up for the heart heart trophy. Like he's not going to win the heart trophy because he fucking didn't tell Putin. No, no. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, man. I don't know. Crazy times right now. We'll move on from it. Um. So Cooper, Does that make you want to pee. <laughs> no. So Cooper, coach of the Lightning, Wes McCauley, threw him out the other night towards the end of the. The second period so what happened is there was a scrum where it turned out that the lightning should have been up a guy so obviously some shit that was sounds sexual that sounds yeah. very sexual. <laughs> but anyways they ended up being shorthanded cooper lost his mind lost uh, his mind was yelling yelling at the ref yelling at freaking west mccauley yelling at him yelling at him and finally, normally they would assess a minor, right, for the bench. Normally bench they minor, would yeah. assess a minor. He didn't even go to that. He just kicked him out. Just he blew his whistle. Him. He must have called him something. So I don't know what was said. I don't know. No fines or anything have come out. Nothing like that. But have you ever seen anybody go so quick like that? Like, burnt, gone. And it's Wes McCauley and John Cooper. These are two well-known guys in the league. Do you find it kind of weird for him to just throw him out like that? I don't think, in all honesty, in all the years that I've watched hockey, that I've ever seen a coach thrown out. In in in, uh, in Essex, I've seen coaches thrown out. Yeah. But, well, yeah. But like I've been thrown out, and all I said was, "Man, you are terrible." Mm. I didn't even swear. And they said, "Hey, you're not even on the bench. Get out." I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, but it was just weird. So I don't know. We'll have to look and see if there's any fines or anything like that. That was when I was coaching with my mom. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Rob. Robbie, Robbie, stop. <laughs> oh. Tim Peel. Speaking of having something to say, Tim Peel was on Twitter and he did not hold back on Mike Mark Shifley. So he said he has zero respect for him he says what he did last year remember the hit on jake uh evans there with the empty netter okay but he yep. just said he just said what he did to him was brutal and he says he has never had respect for the refs shifley and he said way to go weidman because he like stepped in and fought there okay and also shifley said going into that game that if evans wanted to fight he's like i will answer the bell if he wants to fight me i'll fight him so yeah, I kind of give him credit for that, but Shifley would beat the wheels off of Jake Evans. Are you kidding me right now? Right. What do you think of that whole situation? I, I have no problem with it. I, it. You know what? You he was trying to stuff one in, and I on, don't an empty care. Net, yeah. It was a hockey play. Like, it was, keep your head up. Yeah. You know, like uh, I, I don't understand. Like, and that's old time hockey. But what and do you Shifley, think? Good for him. I don't care. But what like, do you think about him being an asshole to the officials, though? 
That's kind do of. Do you think? Did, did Shively say it? Did Shively say I have no respect for the referees? No. The guy who said it there, Tim fucking Peel, who was a ref in the league forever, Tim Peel said that okay. that guy has zero respect for the, for all the officials. So if he's that know. guy on the ice, you know, and there's always that guy during a game, right? Like, is he that guy? I, I've never heard anything bad about Shifley until that hit. Everybody's like, oh my God, he's yeah. so dirty. He's, he's never been suspended. I've never. watched that play a hundred times and I think my mind changes every time I, I, every time I watch it. Yeah, but you smoke a lot of weed, so. <laughs> Fair enough. It's understandable. <laughs> you keep enough. forgetting you watch the fucking play. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, but I mean, just. I don't know. Like one time I'll say it was a charge and then the next time I'll be like, it's clean, but I don't know. For the most part, I'll say it's probably clean, but it's a hockey play. Like, yeah. fuck, what do you want? You got to have your head up too. You do. I just you find do. that that's pretty strong words for Mr. Peel to just say, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, but that that's his opinion. True. And it's a fucking referee. Who cares? <laughs> True. I just um, want you to be seen, not heard seen. Yeah, that's it. So before we go over to our interview, which was a great one, by the way. Um, hey, was Tim Peel the one that we, we were supposed to get on the show? Tim Peel that showed? yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah, fucking yeah, buddy does. Yeah, like him too. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> so, yeah, come on the show. <laughs> that is true, though. That is true. So, hey, Sean. Sorry, Avery. Tim. <laughs> hey, you know what? Tim has no respect for podcasts. <laughs> Hey, oh, but he did Cam and Strick and all that. Did Cam and Strick. Oh, because they're fucking somebody's. <laughs> You're fucked. <laughs> Sean Avery. Love the guy. About, so I love I was, the guy. Me too. That, but that guy is so awesome. I was, fucking love him. It was pretty short-lived. He was already released by the Solar Bears, so they let him go. But everybody was saying because he was scared about freaking Matthew Barnaby and George LaRock and stuff like that. So he fired back in a video and pretty much what he did is he just called them both fat fucks was pretty much what he did. <laughs> is pretty much what he did. Not, and that was his exact words was they're yeah. fat fucks. That was his exact words. So I thought it was pretty funny. I thought it was like normal Sean, Sean Avery. This guy, you should see him on the streets in New York. He's a lunatic telling people how to park and this and that. He's a nut, but I thought him coming back into the game would have been amazing just because it's Sean Avery, right? They made a rule. There would have been, 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 the been great content. And just the chirping alone, right? Like yeah. that, like if if you could get him and Ott on the same team again. Mm. Speaking of Ott, before we go over to the interview, Ott had a nice exchange with Ryan Reeves the other night at MSG. Did you see that? I sent it in the chat there to the, to you guys. Oh, I haven't looked at it yet. Okay, so there's just pretty much Reeves was standing there at like center ice and Ott was on the bench. He's a assistant coach now, right? For the blues. So yep. he's standing there and he uh caught him Reeve, boy. Hey, yeah. caught him local caught him boy. Yeah. So Revo's looking at him and he pretty much says to him, like, what the fuck are you looking at? And then uh so they they exchange or whatever, and he's like, Why don't you freaking suit up again so I can kick your ass? He's like, There's no Johnny fucking Scott now, and this and that. He was saying to Ott. <laughs> so Ott's laughing, and he's like, fourth line, fourth line. He's like, you know, then he's like doing this. He's like, turn around. He's like, What's your last name? He was saying yeah. that the reviews and stuff. So <laughs> he did that all good. the time. It was I a did night, that yeah. all the time. Grabbed the guy, spun him around just yeah. to look at his it name was a, tag and push him away. It was a nice exchange. So I actually messaged fucking otter and i was like hey 
that exchange between you and fucking Revo was amazing. I said, and all he typed back was LOL. So yeah, he, he thought it was pretty funny too. But so that being said, do you think we should flip it over to our, our interview? Yeah, this guy was Kevin Delaney. So awesome. This guy, one was, of my favorite yeah. episodes ever. Yeah, he was amazing. You guys, his story is fucking great. Um, Team Canada. I'm, yeah, we're just gonna we're we're just gonna we're just gonna let him listen to it. Yeah. So everybody, enjoy. KD, here he is. Enjoy. Roll it. No time. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this next man with us, very special guest. We're very happy to have him on. He's played triple a with the sun county he's played he was actually captain of the villanova hockey team as a 10th grader how many guys do that went on to play junior c hockey in amherstburg played for our national team what they call standing hockey which is hockey to us it doesn't matter it's hockey where he was named a assistant captain there where he went on to win six world championships spreading across north america and europe let's welcome to the show kd what's up man how's it going not too bad. Thanks for having me, guys. This is uh, certainly a pleasure. You're a beauty. Yeah, welcome, <laughs> man. Yeah, you've had quite the journey, eh? Well, you know what? Uh, I, I say it is a unique journey, if anything, um, uh, because uh, obviously maybe set the maybe the, the the record here is I was born missing my right arm and uh, grew up in the Windsor area uh, playing uh, competitive hockey, of course, and uh, found my way to the national amputee team. Um, and uh, most people, I guess, confuse that with the Fledge program, uh, which certainly, uh, like you said, a dis different discipline uh, where it's hockey, as you know it, uh, guys missing their arms, missing legs, uh, playing with prosthetics, if you will, uh, and, um, you know, kind of just uh, uh, have the unique situation by being an amputee, but also being able to play, uh, you know, competitive sports and found my way to Team Canada, which, you know, to me was a, a dream come true in reality. Mm -hmm. That had to have been hard when, when like you were super young and you were first like starting to play and everything like that had to have been a big adjustment for you. Well, um, you know what you would, you would assume. Um, but one thing I will say as being a born uh, amputee is I've never learned another way. It's what I've known my whole life. Um, so just like most kids, you know, growing up in the driveway, shooting, shooting balls and skating, I, yeah. it's what I've known. Um, I certainly give a lot more credit uh, to people who have had to learn another way. And I've, and I've met many of those people throughout my journeys who, uh, you know, whether it was an accident and they lost an arm or leg or whether it was cancer or disease and all that kind of stuff. And they've had to learn another way. Uh, those people, I think, have been, you know, in my, my, my opinion, very humbling for me, of course. Mm -hmm. um, again, people do give me, let's call it the extra credit for, for having one arm and, and playing competitive sports. But in the end, I don't. I don't really feel it. I don't really see it because it's what I've known my whole life. Mm -hmm. Now, now, Kev, how, how did you get uh, involved in hockey? Like, what what, what brought you to the sport? Yeah, yeah. Well, of course, my parents. Uh, as a matter of fact, my mom. It's uh, the story is my, uh, you know, my my folks might have been a little bit uh, worried that I wasn't going to be able to, you know, have a normal uh, upbringing, if you will. But my mom was saying, you know, there, I had no choice. I was going to play hockey or whatnot so just like every other kid you know my uh, around age two got got on the ice and started playing um with uh, the help of the war amps which is a tremendous um uh, association or or uh, organization they fitted me with prosthetics and and helped me um you know hold the stick um but over time what had what had occurred is um when i had the prosthetic uh i was always a pretty decent skater because you know growing up like everyone just right from day one but I was never really a good puck handler. 
um, had the prosthetic. Uh, however, I found that when I played road hockey, I was actually pretty good stick handling the ball. And the reason for that is uh, if you picture at the end of your uh, winter jacket, how it's got that, uh, let's call it an elastic band. What the I was able to, yeah, the cuff. I was able to basically tuck the stick into the cuff, which held it to my stump. And I had a lot more leverage, let's, let's say. Uh, so one day uh, I actually took that jacket and I cut that cuff off and went to practice without uh, my prosthetic. Just, you know, just it was my, my way of saying, I'm going to do this. And uh, it was like night and day. All of a sudden, I could skate and handle the puck. So, um, you know, from there, it just uh, it evolved. And, and, you know, that happened when I was, oh, God, you know, seven or eight years old. And since that time, I, I really haven't used anything other than a custom-made cuff that, uh, that straps to my, uh, my stick. That's, That's so amazing. So like you got to work with the war amps and uh, figure out something that would work for you being able to stick handle and they fitted you for that cuff, basically. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, it's always um, an ongoing process um, of trying to figure things out for, for yourself because you know, in, in let's call it amputation uh, or disabled uh, people, no one's usually the same. Everyone's usually a little different on, on the way uh, it looks and feel or uh, it fits uh, yep. with prosthetics. So of course, everything has to be custom made. Um, of course, the, the costs associated with some of that uh, prosthetics is, is tremendously expensive. And that's where the war amps cover everything. I mean, uh, there's, there is no no uh, from them. And, you know, I, I credit a lot of my uh, successes towards them mm -hmm. that's awesome like can can you uh uh what, what we'll say plug them uh like yeah, how, no, how you can get a hold of them like yeah no i mean uh waramps.ca of course is uh is their website and and they're very uh most people are familiar with their key tag program and uh that is certainly the the major funding of their source um, they are not government funded whatsoever. They have, uh, I want to say, very little, uh, let's call it corporate donations. It's all relied upon the, uh, the citizens of the country. And uh, a little bit more FYI about how great that organization is, is uh, for every dollar that is given to that organization, there's less than 10% of that goes to administrative costs. So a good 90% plus percent is actually going down to the end user. Uh, which is many uh, young children uh, who have been born uh, either missing limbs or, again, whether it's accidents or uh, mm -hmm. farming accidents is very yeah. common. And, uh, That's amazing. That kind of stuff. Yeah. So um, as a matter of fact, uh, I've been a part of their organization since I was born. Um, and I've, um, uh, in the last couple of years, they've, they've asked me to be the, uh, the Ontario <laughs> regional representative where awesome. I go to get schools and hospitals and people have had, have to make a decision about whether they're going to keep their leg or not and all that good stuff. So, um, Oh, that's amazing. Like, yeah, for, for me, they're, they're fantastic. I would, I would never say no to them because they've never said no to me. That's awesome. Perfect. Well said. Well said. What, what's nuts too, or what I've actually found was crazy is you figured all that out to hold your stick and all that with the cup and everything at the age of seven. Like yeah, you, figured, well, you figured that out at seven. Yeah. That's well, again, crazy. it was just more, more, uh, when, when you're, I think when you're, when you're that young and you're, you're just, you know, having fun for me, it was never work. It was never, you know, my parents made me do it. It was, I just wanted to do it. And like most kids, that's, you know, very relatable story. And so, of course, it's cold out there. And, uh, you know, I, I just decided to, here's what I'm going to uh, try. And it, it ended up working. Uh, again, amazing stuff that you find playing road hockey. That's crazy. <laughs> it crazy. leads to everything, right? Yeah. You know, big banana <laughs> it sounds like your mom was really bossy, though. Yeah, well, actually, if, if <laughs> anything, again, 
back to the credit of my parents. Uh, I, I do recall growing up with, uh, I was never allowed to say I can't, or I'm not able to, or, you know, there was mm -hmm. no such thing as I wasn't allowed or wasn't able to do something. I had to figure it out is, was the, uh, was what I always recall. Um, and again, I think that also leads to perseverance and success down the road and, you know, finding myself doing podcast interviews with you guys. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Hey, so how we're so did, glad to get you on yeah. too. Bro. How, how did the um did the AAA stuff come about? Did you get an invite to that, or was it like how did all that work out? Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, I I actually grew up playing in in Riverside, and then uh, I was uh, involved in the Gretzky trade in '89, way down the lines that sent me over to LaSalle, and uh, <laughs> so from there I played with LaSalle, and uh, I just uh, in Sun County like was. <laughs> was in their let's call it infancy I went and tried out and uh made the team and uh you know we got our we got our our hats handed to us quite a bit uh that year because of being such a new uh AAA organization uh but in the end a couple of guys that I met there I still know to today and uh again you, you guys know the, the people that you meet in the circle you're you, you know them forever yeah yeah so, some of them end up being legends Yes, <laughs> of course. I mean, total view. <laughs> yeah, see, there you go. See, he's even reading the shirt. <laughs> That's fucking fun. So now, 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 walk us through. Uh, walk us through the, the trials. Like, are are you? Uh, you're nervous, obviously, like everybody else would be, right? Yep. So, like, yep. uh, if you can uh, relate to that. Yeah, well, I mean, like, like you know, most kids that, that go out for any teams, you're, you always want to make a good impression. Um, I, I've known, you know, my whole life that I've, I've been a little different and therefore I'm going to get noticed uh, first and foremost. But uh, one of the things my, my dad really instilled in me is that I have to be a little bit better just to be the same. So that's kind of what uh, pushed me, uh, yeah, again, always to be better, but at the same time, loving the sport. And when you're, when you love something, you just, you know, it comes naturally, I believe so. Um, I never really felt, you know, too much nerves trying out for those types of teams. Um, where I did get real nervous is I, I actually one day I, I got a letter for, for a, a tier two junior A team when I was about 16 up in uh, the Belleville area for the Wellington Dukes. And uh, I, you know, showed up to that. And um, when I registered there, they had the, the listing there. My name was the very first name on the list. Um, for the scrimmage, I was the starting center. And so I thought like, they're, they're obviously, they're saying, who is this guy type of thing. Um, and, uh, I didn't make the team, but, uh, in the end, the coach, uh, gave me some real fantastic words. He thought it was a joke. <laughs> he thought that I was going to be out of there within, you know, a shift or two. Uh, and I actually made it around a few rounds of cuts before they did let me go and ended up back in, uh, in junior C, which was, which was great, which was fine. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. But even freaking junior c you said you played in Amersburg, yeah, right? yeah the amosburg team and then the, the team that went to uh tilbury the very next year um okay. that was that team, the vikings Kev? no uh, yeah yes uh and then it became the tilbury lightning okay uh, yeah they sold so, the team to tilbury that's correct yeah right. so the following year we went up there and uh and or i went up there went and played in tilbury and then the, the, the next year, I just decided, you know, at that time, I figured, you know, the NHL dream might be over at that time. And I just said, ah, you know what, I'm going to just uh, you know, play some men's league hockey type of thing. And well, I, I shouldn't really say that. I mean, that's when the national team kind of started. <laughs> I was just going to say, you played for Team Canada, of, man. <laughs> maybe, maybe forget about that. A little bit. <laughs> Six world championships, you know, yeah, uh, so, so later, later on. Yeah. <laughs> My God. So now, now, okay. So, so walk us through like, uh, 
junior C camp. Was, was Geiger Trell your uh, coach? No, uh, it was uh, uh, Gray, Grayless was his last name. Peter Grayless. Uh, I, uh, I can't remember the, the, the full. Uh, I believe it was Peter Grayless. Anyways, uh, Wes Ballas was our captain. I still know Wes to this day. Um, you know, uh, played with, uh, uh, Amy Keynes, a uh, couple of names that come to mind, Darren Thorne, uh, those type of players. So, awesome. uh, no, no, I, no. Can, can you tell us about the camp? Like how, how'd the camp go? Like you, yeah, you're, no, you're coming in there and you're starting out just like any other junior C camp, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit rough so, and tumble back in your day too, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. There was, there was fights. I mean, uh, regularly there was, uh, I, I was skating actually at the time with the, uh, Kingsville Comets, um, summer skate that they have. Uh, and I think that's where I kind of got, uh, uh, you know, thought that I could, you know, I could do this. I could make this this level and 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 tried to make that team, but then ended up in in uh, in the Amherstburg uh, organization. But uh, I that remember a guy, yeah, yeah, <laughs> a, a guy came in uh, to the room and uh, basically said, you know, I want to be the fighter for this team. Whoever thinks that they're going to be the fighter for this team, I'll see you out there. And uh, a good buddy of mine, uh, Adriano Sapola, uh, ended up making that team that year and went out there and 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 fought him for a shift. And uh, basically, the coach came down and told that guy, "Get out of here!" Oh, really? <laughs> so again, we're we're going back that far, you know. I'm 42 now, but uh, you know, it's uh, 16, 17 at that time, so it was it was still pretty common. Um, but yeah, I, again, you know, I I knew a lot of the players at that time, so feeling comfortable uh, in in the tryouts. Um, you know, I never, you know, shied away from the rough stuff. Uh, not that I was a fighter or anything, but I wasn't afraid to play in the corners and in, in our era or my era, that's, that's what you grew up with. Right. Um, so, you know, but, uh, my speed kept me, uh, kept me in good, good a good spot. Uh, I always said, you, you can't hit what you can't catch. Right, and you're a fucking around. handsome dude too. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. I actually right? pulled my hair for you guys this morning. I've seen that. I was like, <laughs> shit, it's hair. Man rocket. Like, you're a man rocket. At least you fucking have hair. Mine's fucking falling out. <laughs> I, I got I got my hair from the peacock last night. There you go. <laughs> Very nice. Hey, yeah. um, how old were you when you were in those camps when you were like freaking junior c and stuff like that because i had to have been there's probably fights breaking out all over in camp you're probably like what the hell is going on right now yeah well at the same time you kind of i i still like that in the game i think it uh, it does have its its place at some you know some point but uh uh yeah i mean hey it, it's it's for real now it's not minor hockey and you know everyone gets their turn type of thing it's you got to earn it and uh you know just like everyone else, I, I'd like to be held to the same standard. I don't want to be, you know, give me the extra credit and, and give me a free pass. No, no, if anything. And that's why my dad always said, got to be a little bit better um, just to be the same. So I love it. Uh, that's, that's great advice from your pop. That, that's, mm -hmm. You know, like it's, it's a special, it's obviously a special thing, right? Mm -hmm. So they knew you were plenty capable now. So, so your junior C career ends and how does team Canada approach you? Or do you approach them and say, yeah. Hey, I can do this. Well, uh, I was actually uh, uh, watching Hockey Day in Canada, and they actually ran a little story about, uh, uh, let's call it a group of Canadians that went over and played a group of Americans uh, in Salt Lake or uh, uh, Lake Placid, where the 1932 rink was, uh, as let's call it the inaugural uh, amputee hockey or standing hockey uh, game. Um, mm -hmm. And then uh, so Hockey Day in Canada ran that story. Um, and I want to say that was a good six or seven months later. And then from there, it kind of exploded because a lot of people seen it on, on TV. And, you know, as a guy in this area growing up playing, you know, I'm the only guy I, as far as I remember, you know, 
So to see an entire group of these guys was, was, was amazing. And so, you know, I got, I believe it, or sorry, it was my dad who made a couple of phone calls and found out that there was a camp that was going to happen in Thornhill uh, within a couple of months. Uh, so of course, that's how I kind of find out and, and show up to the camp. And at that time, I want to say there was a good, you know, 25, 30 guys that showed up. Um, and then from there, it just evolved. I mean, you start finding more and more players across the country. Uh, same with the U.S. program. Uh, then we reached out to, uh, you know, the European uh, playing nations and they started to, you know, find players and whatnot. The first couple of years, I mean, of course, Canada, we, we dominated because there was, you know, so many players like myself who have grown up playing with able-bodied hockey players and, and have come together. Um, it, it, it started out as a grassroots thing where um, like players could come together and, 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 you know, recognize somebody that is just like them that they've never seen before. Um, meeting players or, or people who have gone through an accident and lost a leg and, and can relate to somebody who went through the same story. Right? So it became very much grassroots and that's where it exploded. What happened is that it evolved to be a national program where they took the 22 best players and had world championships. But at that time, the program had grow, grew to about over 200 players. When you're talking about a national program, you're cutting out a lot of people. Um, so unfortunately, a lot of people would show up to this uh, to the team and, and they would say that, and I hate to use this, I'm on the not a fucking chance list. <laughs> and and we would get discouraged and then we would never see them again. So what we recognize uh, is we, we have to get back to that grassroots and just have camps available for the guys who say, you know what, I'm, it's not the national team is not for me. I'm, I'm here to just meet the guy who has went through the experience like I have and, and can speak to and all that. Um, so it, again, it evolved to a national program where I was very fortunate to be in my you know mid twenties to, to uh, uh, mid thirties, essentially my prime, and and traveling the world and playing in in, in uh, the Czech Republic and in Latvia and in Finland and you know all over North America. It was it was quite the ride, and uh, you know I look back on it, I, I can't believe how quick it went. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That is it's amazing. still going. It's still going. It's just obviously with COVID here in the last couple of years, kind of taking a little bit of a backseat. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, USA Hockey is putting on a disabled event uh, here in April. Uh, unfortunately, I won't be going, uh, but because uh, I have other commitments. But uh, I'm certainly not uh, done with the program. Um, you know, whether I still play on the national team or not is maybe another question. But uh, I'll always be around, whether it's opening doors or driving the bus for the team. I don't. Care. <laughs> you got you got a bus license? If I have. <laughs> gonna say shit this guy does everything. he just doesn't stop impressing me <laughs> yeah. hey i love i love asking guys how good did it feel just sliding that fucking jersey on for the first oh. time the canada logo on your chest and just knowing that you're representing our country oh and did you God. cry yeah you know what i might cry right now <laughs> it, it was it was amazing i mean to be honest with you i the it, i'll tell you a little story about you know growing up and having that nhl dream of course and then that dream turned to olympic dreams so you know playing for, for team canada and uh uh you know with my age i i was you know had my sight set on 98 nagano because i would have been 18 at that time and to me at 18 i could play you know team canada still had that you know that dream at 15 16 years old uh, so I actually changed my number to number 98 just to keep that, that uh, you know, that thought in my mind fresh. Uh, so wore that 
number for a good, you know, three or four years. Uh, and then lo and behold, I ended up, you know, actually, you know, of course, 98, that's where the first year that they had the pros <laughs> allowed to play in Gretzky and everything. So, of course, that dream kind of went out the window. Uh, but then lo and behold, you know, sure enough, uh, you know, a few years later, I actually did uh, live the dream by, by putting on that jersey and, and representing Canada for Team Canada. So, Denise, you know what we're talking about? So uh, we have a couple of mutual friends. Okay. <laughs> right. Uh, Carmen and uh, Peretti, Steven. Yeah. yeah. And Carmen uh, is a they beans, told by the way. me, <laughs> pardon me. Carmen is, I call his nickname is Beans. Car beans. Beans. Carbeans. <laughs> he was okay. my boss at one time. Okay. Great guy. Just a yeah. great guy. Um, but they told me to ask you about. Uh, Scooping something out of somebody's drink with your uh, arm? Oh. <laughs> a new girlfriend or something? <laughs> what? Uh, well, uh, the story is uh, at a, let's call it a ballet. Um, and the you're at the ballet? Is, okay. You're at a ballet. And the story is I'm with another buddy of mine who's got actually a prosthetic eye. And so uh, <laughs> the story goes is that we're sitting, um, we're sitting with one of the, uh, ballet dancers and uh you know of course we're we're having fun and i say to her i'm like uh helping her get through college helping her yeah, get through yeah, college. I, I, helping her pay for her you know doctor's <laughs> degrees all that stuff you know <laughs> um, it just clicked into to me her. now what you're saying so <laughs> all right go ahead so I, go, uh, I say to her i'm like uh oh you're so beautiful I'm like, you know i give my right arm for you <laughs> and I take off my prosthetic and i put it on her lap right she oh like my God. That would come back right so little bit goes by or whatever my buddy's like you know i gotta go to the washroom here but you know what i'm gonna keep my eye on you so again we, we certainly can have fun that way i mean oh I, fuck I, that is so funny that arm you have no idea how many you know tits and balls and whatever it's been on and it's, oh my <laughs> it's <God>. incredible <laughs> so fucking funny i don't even want to touch it anymore <laughs> my hand's so dirty like every time i'm putting this on like i'm up in the air on whether i should yeah, be doing yeah. this oh uh, yeah That's ah, but again you know I, you gotta you gotta be able to laugh at yourself and you know, I don't <laughs> certainly never take myself too seriously oh fuck that's so funny like i, I had to i had to go get that one um out of the archives so now walk us through your first championship what how, how does that go uh yeah no, team canada yeah, it was over in uh, it was over in Finland in uh, in Helsinki, and uh, at that time there was Canada, U.S., Russia, Finland, and the Czech Republic. So we had five countries at that time. Uh, and again, first of all, just you know being able to to fly over to Europe and play hockey, and and again wear Team Canada lo logos and and all that good stuff. That's the, that's the dream in itself. Uh, but then when you're when you're out there, you know it simply becomes just another hockey game. It's, it, you know all the nerves go away, all that you know, flash goes away and it, it just simply becomes another game. Um, of course, our, our, our biggest rival is the U.S. Uh, we pay, played them in the, in the round robin and beat them and, and then played them in the gold medal game as well and, um, and beat them again. Um, you know, I, what I recall is most like most anything is, is um, you know, the buzzer hitting zero and you're throwing your gloves off and running, in the, you know, to, the, to your group. and you know, It's a big pile. pile. that whole thing and you know the, the the bus ride back to the uh to the hotel where where there was uh, uh, a reception with the, the entire tournament because it was the first uh, first ever world championships 
uh, with all the countries together. And now you're meeting all, you know, people from across the world now that are just like you, you know, grew up playing hockey yeah. and, you know, all of a sudden there's, there's uh, world championships happening now with this thing. So, 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 so you guys all stayed at the same hotel? Oh, well, yeah. So we had the uh, same awesome. hotel. Yeah. Um, and again, by a, a bus to the rink with maybe a, the team that we're playing, you know, yep. grassroots type of thing. Hookers, uh, whatever. Yep. Yeah, yep. exactly. You know, uh, you know <laughs> the belly dancers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at this time, we we didn't have uh, the support of, of of Hockey Canada fully at that time, so a lot of it was you know uh, fundraising ourselves and corporate donations and that kind of stuff. So uh, again, as per a lot of grassroots programs, you got to do a lot of the heavy lifting on your own and push that ball up the hill until it gets to the top of the hill and then it starts rolling down on its own. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I, I always believe that the knock against our sport as to why we're so unknown is we don't look disabled. When people come and watch us play there, they say, well, what's this? You know, maybe you might recognize me with one glove on, but a guy who's skating with a prosthetic leg and you've got a shin pad and a sock and into a, into a skate and you don't even know he's got a missing leg and you got, and people are floored when they see, when they hear that, but then they're looking like, ah, it's just like anybody else. Yeah, so, I've, I've never I seen one game televised. I've never seen. I no. didn't even know it existed till Steve Absolutely. brought me to uh, you to my attention to yep. bring you on the show, and I was like, hands down, I'm gonna bring this guy on for sure. Yeah. Like, I know nothing about it. Like, yeah. I'm very ignorant to the sport mm -hmm. that uh, you know, like you basically you pioneered. Yeah, well, and exactly, and that's and and that's uh, if anything, I look back and if it ever does get to the Paralympic level, we we that's the ultimate goal. You know, I would say sit there with a smile on my face to say, you know, I helped get that off the off the ground. For um, sure. You know, it it, it 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 has taken a little bit of a backseat here in the last couple of years with with the uh, the COVID, but uh, hopefully we get that thing ratcheted back up. And you know, disabled sports uh, in. Um, in my experience has never been in the forefront as much as it is now. I see all these commercials on TV now with uh, your yep. sledge hockey players and your disabled yep. athletes out there. I mean, Tyler McGregor of the, uh, the national the, or the captain of the sledge hockey team here uh, was originally part of our program. And I remember him just, uh, you know, this little boy and now I'm seeing him on Gatorade commercials and RBC commercials and stuff like that. And I mean, right. that's fantastic. I mean, I, I wish we'd, we'd get that much attention, but Hey, well, it is what it is. You will now. Look yeah, at how well, excited Matt Pumble is. <laughs> yeah. He's ready to go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. This this might seem kind of like a dumb freaking question, but are you guys Shocker. allowed to hit there? Like you, you guys, are you guys allowed to like hit, or do they allow you guys to rub each other out, or like how does that work there? Only in the showers, but uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, no, no, we uh, we we kind of follow, let's call it the women's rules. So okay. there is contact along the boards. There is no open ice hitting uh, at this point. Of course, um, yeah. it's a little bit of a unique sport in the in this in the respect that um, you have to have a classification based upon disability. And so, as an example, because I am missing my arm below my elbow would be considered let's call it the least disabled and therefore i'm assigned a three point so i have a number three on my helmet you cannot have more than 12 points out on the ice at any given time so what that means is you can't let's say stack all of your 
uh, threes all together because oh, now you you have too much. Now you're at 15, right? Okay, I see what so, you're saying. A, a leg amputee is an automatic two-point player and above knee amputee because having a knee is very critical for walking and skating, of course, to have that you know rotation point. Mm -hmm. um, they would be considered a one-point player. Um, an above elbow would be considered a two-point player. Um, there are a couple of players in the sports that are missing their arm literally at the shoulder, and therefore they're a one-point player. Um, and again, I mean, <laughs> you, you, you think that these players wouldn't be any good, but they're, it's, it's, it's something to see. And again, I, I don't give myself any credit because of just growing up playing the sport every day, every, all day, when I see some of these other guys play, it's, I, I'm floored by it. Mm -hmm. I never knew that that's how they did it. That's kind of cool how they do that, how you're numbered and everything yeah. like that. Yeah, so it's uh, it's interesting for obviously line changes. Of, you know, a two yeah. can only take a two, and a three can yeah. only take a three. Need a three, oh, three. Yeah, exactly. So wow. sometimes could be scrambled eggs on the bench, but hey, like like any it. other bench. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh my god, that's great. <laughs> right side, right side. I yeah. couldn't remember which side I was on. What, yeah. what, depending on what way we were facing, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> four out of three people are bad at math, you know. Yeah, for sure. Hey, what? Hey, what about your first international goal? Where did you get it at? Yeah, um, it would have been uh, against Finland in our first game. Um, I, I I just recall kind of coming off the uh, off the wing and shooting through the defenseman and and beating him. Um, I believe it was blocker side. Um, again, we're going back some years now, um, but uh, hey, you know, I, all of them were special. At, you know, uh, at the time, I I still look back and think, you know, that was amazing that I that I did that, and you know, I wish I could stay young forever, <laughs> um, mm -hmm. because uh, again, I I feel like disabled sports is really starting to come on, and and hopefully this program, you know, takes off even further, takes that next step, but still recognizing the grassroots, the um, you know, need that's out there for for many many players you know, who just want to play hockey. Right. So, so, um, I'd like, I'd like to get a, uh, uh, like a war amps, uh, poster and put it up on, on the awesome. wall just to promote it. You know what I mean? Like, or, or whatever, whatever you can get, we, we will yeah. promote, like we'll I take got care room, of it. Like, like right there we got all kinds of room. I, I can move Elvis down. I, I, okay. I'm a little sugar, but you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like I, I can take Elvis down to put that shit up and, and promote that. Like we'd yeah, love we'll to do, do whatever that. we can to oh, uh, yeah. help you guys out. Like, Oh no, that'd be great. No, I'll, I'll certainly send you, uh, you know, a war amps logo. You slap that up there. That'd be great. Absolutely. Uh, again, the, the key tag uh, service is their, their main money driver. And I believe most people would get that in their mail at some point during the year. You know, they're not asking for any donation but if you if you'd like to donate that's uh, you know more than fantastic well we uh, definitely will we'll we'll no, put something in the mail for them like oh, uh, this that's is great like uh, this interview has been so fantastic and so enlightening like i i just i'm i feel very uh bad because i don't know anything about it you know mm -hmm. and but but you coming this on the show is. and enlightening all our listeners and, and like the threes and the twos and the ones. And, yeah. I've learned a ton. You know what so I mean? Fun. Like it's, it's just, it's the shit. It, it yeah. is legit. Yeah, no, it, it is. Uh, it is, it is cool. Um, you know, uh, it, it, as a matter of fact, uh, it, a lot of the guys that I know through the, uh, through that program, uh, you know, I've, I've stood in their weddings type of thing. Uh, although that they're, you know, they live across the country. I, I talk, talk with a lot of these guys all the time, you know, so. Mm -hmm. uh, That's awesome. You know, brothers to me for life type of thing. You know, you win together, you're going to, walk the rest of your life together mm -hmm. hey what do you think pumps yeah <laughs> See, he's, he's down he's down hey do you play it. 
forward, right? You, That's correct. Yep. You, do you play yep. center or wing? Yeah, uh, uh, center or uh, we had to be honest with you, I really don't care. That doesn't really matter to me. Um, wing when you're center. lazy and you got after yeah. it at the ballet. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. wing when you're playing fucking guilty eh when you're a little yeah. hungover yeah. <laughs> well to be honest with you when i when i play uh uh, uh men's league hockey I, I actually don't want to take face-offs because i don't want my stick chopped at it yeah, yeah. now you gotta bring the old wooden one out when you uh, take the face-offs <laughs> exactly. soak it in the shower for a few hours before yeah. you go to the game <laughs> exactly you can hide up and down the wing too a little bit more now. <laughs> i love it that's awesome. Okay, so like uh, you know, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll we won't hold you up much longer because I know you want to go golfing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that's another thing, right? Like yeah. I haven't even touched on that. Like yeah. uh, you're you're an avid golfer for the last six years or seven years, cheating on hockey. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, I, I say I'm married to hockey, but I'm cheating with golf because <laughs> I'm I am now addicted to golf. I I understand the addiction now, and and so the story goes on that is I never picked up a golf club in my life because again I was dedicated to hockey, mm-hmm. um, and nor did I really want to play any other sports. Uh, my dad picked up golf. Uh, I want to say in his late 30s, early 40s, and he got addicted right away. <laughs> So he was a member at Point West for a number of years, and he would bring me out there maybe, you know, once or twice a year. I would play three or four holes and go home because I was so frustrated because I could not hit the ball. Right. And, and it's funny, it's almost the same story as my hockey experience because when I would go and play golf, I, I actually didn't have a prosthetic for golf or anything, but again, swinging with one hand and, and having no real control, just duffing the ball down the fairway 20, 30 yards. I couldn't Fuck, sounds like Ant's golf game. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Um, so one day I decided, you know what, I'm going to take my hockey cuff to the, to the, to the golf course with me. And so I put on the cuff and, and the cuff held the, the club to my stump. And I was able to actually hit the ball, you know, maybe a hundred yards off the tee, but in the end I could actually hit the ball. And so from there it just, it, it snowballed. So I played, a, I think two years like that. And then one day just YouTubing, you know, one arm golfers, I come across a guy who's very similar to my amputation. And on the YouTube comments, I just, I, I commented just randomly, does anybody know who this guy is? I get a reply back, yeah, this guy is Andre Laflamme out of Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Here's his email. I'm like, I'm in Windsor, Ontario, Canada. Like, what a you know, small world type of thing. This is right. all over. I email him. He sends me the specs um, with my prosthetist, uh, uh, Lowen Prosthetic Services, Brock Lowen, awesome guy. I got to give him a plug there. Uh, between him. Between, my, between Carmen Bertuccio and uh, another buddy of mine, we reverse engineered this thing uh, to be able to now uh, swing the club appropriately. So now I do not use the cuff for playing golf, um, where it's a physical prosthetic that has um, even a hydraulic hose in it that flexes to act like a- like Oh, a you're a fucking cheater. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> cheat like crazy oh. now. So, um, but in the end now, so now I'm a member at Point West and I've been there for a good five or six years. And so once I was able to hit that ball, I understood the addiction. And oh so yeah. It's awesome. It since, well. since COVID, like I, I golf once a year, you know, the, the yeah. work tournament or yeah. get out once in a while, but then, you know, like I stopped playing softball because golf was the only thing open. Well, mm-hmm. I was golfing like 10, 15 times a, a year now, like in the past, you know, couple. Next thing you know, I'm golfing 30 times and yep. I love it. 
awesome. our show too we love golf so we're gonna have to yeah. go out and hit around hey, with you let's do it Let, i'll bring you out to point west okay bring good. me but aunt we're gonna we're gonna be looking you're gonna use the whole fucking golf course i'll just I'm bring you the ball like, Here's the thing. I he got kicked I, out of the trailer park. We weren't even in a trailer park. So here, so here's the thing. I could hit it super far. I just can't really hit it straight. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I hit it. It goes woo or it goes. That's golf. <laughs> That's golf. Uh, it's more like a boomerang. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he hits it. You you go like. Uh, except yeah. it doesn't come back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So the one question before we let you go, the one question I'm I'm always asking everybody is. Uh, you know how they have the horn for for uh, the goal scoring and all that stuff. Um, if if they were to play a, a song, what would your song, your goal scoring song, be? Like your walk up music for baseball. Oh, what would got you him? Be? Got oh, him. That is a good question. What would my song be? Probably give it away from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Awesome tune. Oh, give it away, give awesome. it away, give it away now. You know, giving the yeah. puck away. Yeah. How do we go? <laughs> pizza up the middle, pizza up the middle, pizza yeah, up the middle. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking funny. Oh my God. This was a great interview. I'm so happy you came on. Me I'm too. so oh, lucky welcome. that I know Steve uh, Peretti and mm -hmm. he hooked us up with you. Absolutely. No, I mean, thanks guys. I mean, this is awesome. I mean, I, you know, don't like talking about myself, to be honest with you, although maybe that doesn't sound like that, but uh, okay, you know, I didn't have a problem <laughs> doing it. <laughs> but uh, no, thank you. I, no. I appreciate it. And, you know, you guys are doing a great job. I think, uh, you know, local local ties here and having local uh, athletes on this this area needs that stuff. So, you know, congratulations there's so many guys. great hockey players that have come out of this area. <laughs> hockey and that's why we do it is because yeah. of all, all you beauties. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and if you know anybody that you think would be good for our podcast, send them good. our way. Let like, us know. We'll promote awesome. the shit out of your league. Yeah. yeah. No, perfect. Awesome. Yeah, no, I love it. It's hockey's hockey, right? It don't yep. matter if you're standing or, or you're mm. sitting. Me, yep. I'm usually sitting on the bench, <laughs> opening the door, whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I was healthy scratch in men's league. Like, how the fuck do you do that? <laughs> Hey, yeah, listen, for men's league, I'm not there for the hockey anymore. I'm there for the booze afterwards. Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> That's a healthy too. scratch and pickup. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah Take man. my 10 bucks. No, no. Yeah. Sit hey, this one donation. out, Sweyer. Sit this one yeah. out. Kev, man, you are seriously, you are welcome on the show anytime, man. I oh, appreciate Absolute it, guys. Pleasure having you on. Yeah. Best of luck, and let's play some golf soon. Absolutely, we will. And, and you know what? Maybe next time we get on, uh, we'll expand a little bit more on the golf as well. Because that uh, 100%. Equally as, as long a story as the hockey is. <laughs> awesome. Let's I love it. it. I can't wait to have Perfect. you back on. Good stuff, guys. Thank Absolutely. You. All right, Kev. Thank you, buddy. Okay. Great, guys. Thanks. See have ya. a good day. Okay. Bye-bye. And there he was, folks. KD. I love calling him KD. I love it. But what a story. I, I can't get over the fact that that guy figured out how to hold his stick and everything or the whatever he did at the age of seven with his coat with his coat he cut off his, the thing of his coat and figured out a way to hold his stick to amazing. plug it in into his coat like it's amazing amazing like what a what a great and handsome man he fucking just a good looking dude right He's got way more and hair than i do he has he <laughs> loves the ballet yeah <laughs> yeah he lo loves loves ballet dancers yeah. trying to put them all through college <laughs> That's funny, man. Yeah, That's he was awesome. great. Yeah, he is definitely welcome. I can't on the wait show to now. get the War Amps poster up and yeah, all that. You know what I mean? Like, too. we'll we'll plug all that. Like, good for him and good for them. Like, how awesome is that? That mm. 
you know, like they're, they're a hundred percent all in, they say no to nothing. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, like if, if you want to give to cancer, you want to give to whatever, but like always remember the, the war amputees, like uh, mm-hmm. their battle is, is real. And uh, you know, they, they need just as much money as anybody else. So. And he was very well-spoken dude too. A hundred percent. He looked like uh Hyman from uh, Edmonton now. <laughs> yeah. You were going to say Toronto, weren't you? I was, but I, <laughs> I, 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 I'm not a dash one yet. You no, are. I know twice. Um, let's hop. Let's speaking of your Leafs. Fuck. <laughs> let's hop into these guys here for a second. So with Muzzin being out, they don't know how long he's going to be out. So they're obviously, um, General manager Kyle Dubas said that they will be searching for a guy to play D. So I don't know, would you address the D, Rob, or would you address a goalie? Like, how would you, what would you address first? Um, being a, being a Leafs guy, what about you, Rob? What would you address being a Leafs guy? They got multiple needs, right? <laughs> He's like, they got multiple well, the needs. Is worrisome, mm-hmm. really worrisome. I think we get fucking pumple. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> just so you know, since January 1st, Campbell has been one of the worst in the league since January yep. 1st. Yep. So I don't know, like now guys on D, they were talking Chikrin. They were talking Klingberg. They were talking Sherat for guys that are possibly – and I've said it before, and I don't know if I'm just going crazy, but do you take that? So let's say Muzzin's out. So you gain that, what, 5 million bucks or something? Yeah. five. Okay. I think it's 5.625 we yeah, talked so about last time. Why don't you just, like, just say fuck it and go after, like, a guy like Marc-Andre Fleury? Make a push. Make a push. 100%. You're scoring goals left and right. You've got the two pretty much best guys in the league right now, Matthews and Marner, who are fucking white hot and fuego hot right now. Right. They got that kid on the line with them, too. too. The only only one struggling is uh, Johnny T, right? Like, he's battling the puck. And, I mean, posts and – Dude. But, like, the guy is such an amazing setup guy. Like, watching – Obviously, he's got a monkey right now. So Leaf Leaf fans will fucking hate me. I still say trade him. Yeah, but that, that's a big contract. Who's who's going to take him when you're well, not scoring if, goals? If you retain a little bit of his salary, to where I you're don't not fucking agree with that. I don't. I don't. He's you, a captain. Could, he's a captain. He's a great leader. He tries every fucking game. Matthew he don't take days off. He's just got a monkey right now. He's got a monkey and he can't fucking yeah, change he's it. He's got he's so. got to get it off his back, eh? Right. Yeah, right. he's right. Yeah. Well, hopefully for him, their back end is what they got to worry about, and, and if they can't address that, and I don't, I don't, you can get another D man and be a good D man, but it's not going to solve your fucking goaltending problems. Yeah, and you have talk. gigantic goaltending problems right now. So that's why do you just go after Flurry? Him or somebody? I don't know. I don't know. I would I just know. say, I, I think they need a goalie. And, and you know, Jack Campbell is, would be an amazing backup goalie. Mrazic beat it, beat it. I can't believe they signed him. I can't got either. Him from the, I, I when can't I either. seen that, I was like, what? I was but you have, him. you have two backup goalies that can't take the fucking starting position. Well, Jack could have at first. He was red hot. A hundred percent. He was talking, they were talking about the Vesna with him. Maybe just 
And then all of a sudden the fucking new year hit and kaboom. Mm. I love the guy. He, he's an amazing person. And I, I hate to take away, or I hate to talk shit about him, but at this rate, he's not, he's not getting it done. He's not getting it done. And right now, like that, that team is a cup contender with no goalie. But at this, and that's rate, where that's where, that's the only thing I can say about him. At this rate, do they make it out of the first round? Not a fucking chance. Fucking lucky to make the playoffs. Well, the, I think they'll be in. They're they're way up on the thing. But I just mean like, I don't know if they're like, they got to address goaltending. I think goaltending. Hundred percent. They have to. So you and, and I. I our first episode after the trade deadline is going to be interesting, which that's March 21st, just over two weeks away. That's going to be interesting. I can't wait till we, till, <laughs> till we talk then. Cause then yeah. we're going to know, right. We're going to know what they did. So we're, we're going to see, I think they're going to be, I don't think be. they're going to do anything. I don't think they're going to be able to, think they're, like, they're, they're, re, uh, they won't be able to retain a, a, a flurry. They won't it's too much money. Like what's he, I, I, I want to say it's, it's up, up, in the sixes, his contract. But if you send a guy or two with him. But what do you say? How about we renegotiate your contract? We could be a dynasty if you come to our team. He may for a shot at a cup. You don't know that. Right? It's possible. We'll you're see. going to be our number one guy. Oh, well, yeah. He fucking hands down. He would be. I don't know. We're, we're going to find out. I'm curious to see. They Maybe would give him a, the when the Leafs to, win that one if round. Le- if he came to the Leafs, they would give him the key to the country. Yeah, well, not the city if the he country. wins around because he, he will around. he will you will win around just on him alone and that leafs thing will fly up upright again yeah he'll be like yeah. uh grant fuhrer was with the oilers like winning yeah. six five games but he yeah. will make that stop mm-hmm. right so yeah it's gonna be up interesting the down the stretch here it's gonna be interesting i can't wait so we'll move on real quick got a couple other topics here Connor McDavid is the first athlete of the four major sports currently playing to sign a deal, a endorsement deal with bet MGM as a, a brand ambassador. So that's got to be paying him a nice chunk of change. Also Gretzky also does it, but he's not currently playing. Right. But um, that's got to be good for bet MGM best player in the world. Fucking face right there. Bam. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's pretty crazy that he's the first one of the four sports. So is he hockey, the best player in the world? Player. Hockey best, player. You think he's the best hockey player in the world? Okay. Well, who who do you think is the best in the world, Rob? Fucking Matt Pumple. Oh. <laughs> Look how excited he is about it. <laughs> who was he drafted by? Who? Pumple? Pumple was a Ottawa Senators draft pick, wasn't he? Yeah, and then played for the Rangers. And then he played Detroit, for the Red Wings. Yeah, and then he went to Sweden, Mal- Malmo, Sweden, and then he's now currently playing in uh, Germany. Yeah, yeah. Pumps played like OHL. He was with uh, Peterborough, I want to say. And how many? He, what was that? Remember the the big stat on Canadian Player of the Year? Or oh, rookie, he was like uh, Rookie of the Year in the OHL yeah, yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. That's, so what rounds he drafted? Uh, Matt went first round, didn't he? Did he go first round or did he go? I don't know. That's a good question. Fuck, thought... Bob. Why, 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 why are you jacking our show up? <laughs> I, don't I don't even know what's going on now. 
No, it's all good. I'm going to look him up real quick here. Um, but he and should uh, know. Oh, shush, Rob. Jesus. <laughs> so, Pumps was drafted. Yep, first round, 24th overall in 2011 by the Senators. Nice. So, there you go. First round pick. Yeah. So, beauty. Our, too. Bir- our birthdays are a day apart. Yeah. Handsome bastard too, though. Fuck, he's a good-looking bug. Look at oh look yeah, at he's hey he hey he's got to he's got to make a night he's got to be making nice coin over there. For sure, he loves it. He loves. I think I th- I think what he loves about it is how much they drink like Canadians. <laughs> yeah, true. Oh, they they treat those guys like gold over there. Like oh, yeah. it, we were talking in the, at the Meg meeting, meeting of extraordinary gentlemen there, and. Uh, <laughs> We were talking about uh, if he plays again next year, uh, about going over for a week and go hang out in Germany. Yep. You guys, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, the Meg boys. Okay. Yeah. Like Ant, Ant, Ant has made as many meetings at the Meg Club as he has made to the seventy threes games. <laughs> I've been to one game though, because <laughs> Rob also doesn't have three kids, eight and under, but. No, I don't. Yeah. So well, that I, that, know of, that I know <laughs> that of. That I know of. Shh, don't say anything. Well, just blame it on the milkman. All right. So yeah. that you, you had uh, you had a couple things on the top five guys to win the heart, didn't you? I do. What do you got on that? And, and, and uh, so I don't know if you can pronounce his name, but oh, oh I'm a virgin member. I think Sorry, you should guys. say it, Rob. Try it. <laughs> all right i'm gonna i'm gonna give it a shot here i'll just say it now dash one yeah oh for sure <laughs> igor shit's shesturgen yeah that's it from from the rangers yeah the goalie okay. yeah yeah uh, 940 save percent average yeah, he's, he's 26 six and three um do you know the last guy to have a save thing that high no, but the last goalie to win that MVP was Carey Price. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the last guy to have a save thing that high, that, that 940? No. You know the last guy to do that? Jacques Plante was the last guy to do that. No shit, eh? Yeah, fun fact for everybody. I heard it the other day on NHL Network. That's on here all the fucking time. Yeah. So, so, so that Plante. He's number five. Wow, I can't believe he's number Jonathan Huberdor. Huberto, yeah, Huberto, <laughs> dash two. Oh, I'm I'm, I'm like uh, Don Cherry with uh, yeah. fucking names. Right? <laughs> He's got 18 goals and 57 assists. Like, wow. how awesome is he? Right? Yeah. And, and he, average ice time is 19 minutes. Could you imagine play, doing anything for 19 minutes? Nope. <laughs> Me either. And then you got uh, Alex Ovechkin. 33 goals, 32 assists, averaging 21 minutes. Jesus. 19 right. of it is just standing over in the dock. Right. He, and he's a timer. silver fox, right? Like, yeah. he, like the, the, he's such a stud. Like, <laughs> what an amazing hockey player. Bang you. Like, he, he, he will turn you into a yard sale yeah. if he hits you. Yeah, he's a truck. Yeah. Just, just an awesome dude. Connor McDavid. Of course. 29 goals, 50 assists. 
averaging 22 and a half minutes. And I, I feel like that's kind of low for him. Well, you, 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 fuck, you're almost out there every other shift. I feel like he could do more, but that's all right. Well, <laughs> it is Connor McDavid. McJesus. Connor McJesus. Jesus. <laughs> and then you have Austin Matthews. 37 goals, 31 assists. Oh, so that's why you're fucking throwing out this heart thing because there's a leaf guy on top, eh? A little wow. I'm not saying I'm a huge... I think Austin Matthews is great for the game, but I don't like him on the Toronto Maple Leafs. I don't. I'm not not the biggest fan. But anyways, he's got 37 goals, 31 assists. So that's a really well-rounded player, right? Well, if you don't want to, you just trade him over right over here, right? The wings will. He ain't going there. If anything, he's going to Arizona. He and that'll be it. As soon as he leaves Toronto, he's going to Arizona, live with his mom and dad. You know, (laughs) live with he's not gonna like Scott, like Scotty Gomez, living with his mom and dad. That was that was so good. You're like, you live with your mom and dad with Scotty Gomez. Scotty's laughing. He goes like, he's like, actually, I bought him this fucking house. So that was funny. Mom was all hung over. It was fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. She was. was Mom got all banged up last night. (laughs) Mom was playing guilty. That was fucking funny. Um, That was so great. You also had a thing on Keith going back to Chicago. Did you see what all the guys did with the sticks when he was coming in? They had a. Please, you you didn't see that? I'm going to have to send you the video. Okay. His whole team, they had the Oilers or or the. Yes, the Oilers. So when he showed up that night for the freaking game, everybody showed up earlier. Against Chicago. Yes, when he returned there. But his Oilers teammates, so when he was going into the rink or whatever, they're all standing there with sticks and they had it like this. And he was like walking through. And when he got in the room, they had a freaking carpet out for him going right through his No shit, eh? It was funny. Well, he was a huge deal in Chicago, right? So that's that's awesome that the Oilers did all that for him. Like, the guy's a a true stud. He'll be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's won gold medals, cups, everything. He's done it all. he's, He's a dynamite. And then they he has the face off with... Uh, uh, towels there. Yeah. Um. I, I don't know who towels. dropped the puck. I don't know who dropped <laughs> the puck, but he obviously. Uh, hold, hold on. Why did you, did you just call him towels instead of Taves? How, how do you spell? How do you spell Taves. his name? T. It's T O E W S, I believe, but they call it Taves. Not towels. There's, no, there's, there's not even an L in there. But I'll. I, I, I was thinking. I didn't towels, say towels. Uh, I said towels. I don't know. Whatever. I thought you said towel. I like did dry off a. No. Oh. Okay. That's okay. Don't. Okay. Whatever. We're fucking. All right. Sorry. Keep going. You just threw me off. So. Uh, yeah. So they 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 drop the puck and they take the face off it and they both actually fucking like yeah dig hard for, for it, it right and then Taves yeah <laughs> cross checks like kind of gives them a shot like while they're it was awesome like mm. i think every face off should be actually tried to you gotta try to win it not fucking tickle feet and fucking yeah. whatever like let's let's get after it damn right who was it on the on one put of it on the board eh? put it on the board for yeah. cash yeah yeah put it, it on the board face-off. for the boys hey yeah. who who was it who was at center ice and they said to the guys doing that like 100 bucks for who wins face off slam the puck down and they like went at it like i forget whether i want to say it was, it was biz 
Biz did it. Yeah, it was. I want to say in a ECHL game. Oh uh, yeah, he's like he threw it up on the board, like for the team he used to play for or whatever, and he put like hundred bucks on the board for whoever wins a face off. Yeah, and then went to the other room and said hundred bucks whoever wins a face off. Right, that's funny. Yeah, slammed the puck down and they battled. Yeah, I love it. (laughs) Your picture, ready, boys? Oh, I love it. Let's Um, go. Do you have any more notes, or do we go to the beaut of the week? Fuck the beaut of the week. I fuck you didn't even fucking remind me. What do you mean? We do it every episode. I can go first if you need a minute. Yeah, you you go first. You go first. So my beaut of the week is Red Wings captain Larkin. So Larkin had a fucking shocker. He had a says the guy who was just stroking off Austin Matthews, but anyways. Hey, it was a tickle feet, finger in the bum. No, (laughs) two fingers. Anyway, so he had a 10 game fucking point streak that just got snapped by the lightning. But so now in his last 11 games, he's got seven goals, 11 assists, 18 points and 11 games. So he's playing well, which the Red Wings, they need him playing well. So my beauty of the week is Dylan Larkin. I don't care what you say. Suck on that one, Rob. So who, who, who do you got? Austin Matthews? No, <laughs> I, I got uh, Kevin Delaney. Okay. All right. That fucking guy. It right. was honest honestly one of my favorite interviews that we've ever done mm-hmm. and playing for team canada getting to put on the fucking leaf and all that and uh figuring his shit out with uh the 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 uh what do you call it uh amputee uh, being an amputee and figuring it out yeah like uh, just the, the struggle that it he must have went through and then to like basically create um the like amputee league and, and the worlds and getting to go to all he, over the world yeah, and meet he's the face of it dude that was one of my I, like i almost cried when he was telling us the stories like mm-hmm. I, I i was i was so uh touched by all of it like it was it was fucking amazing and mm-hmm. that guy is my my beauty of the year he's my beauty of the year love it and so down. on that note we're gonna sit down here we're gonna have a chat with rob so everybody look for that, by the way. And if you're on like Facebook and stuff, Kingsville Observer, be sure, give it a like, smash a like button. Our story, who knows? We'll just look for it. Okay. It'll be up whenever. Whenever Rob feels like throwing it up, it'll be up. Okay. So on not, that me. Note, not me. Yeah. <laughs> not Rob. Rob squared in here right but now. We'll, so, we'll plug it. We'll plug it on the show for sure. Yeah, for sure. So on that note, and Rob, Rob signing off. We're out of here. We'll see you on Friday. See ya. I could do